Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. That's the only tune I learned on the uh, What were you mimicking the violin? That's the only tune I ever played on the violin. But the voice you're giving there sounds a bit like it's like like a woodwind instrument. How would you do a violin noise? (laughs) <laughs> it's exactly the same. I'm just giving it a bit of a pop. I wouldn't go. It's Morrissey. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. Watcha, it's Monday morning and it is the morning. This is the Luke and Pete show with Pete and Luke doing their thing early in the morning, just as it's dying. Yeah. Good Picks on you, Pete. post bags in his van. Oh, they changed that now, you know that. What? So, hello everyone. Hello. I'm, I'm the Luke part of this. Hi. Nice to see you and hear you and speak to you again. Mm. Um, they've changed the whole postman pat thing. What does he do now then? Is well, he, is he being made redundant? I was as confused as anyone. First right. of all, shout out to my niece, Betsy, who's four today. Oh, happy birthday, uh, niece. And uh, Betsy, I mean. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I call that. Niece, get in. Niece, teamy. Um, went to her birthday party on Saturday. Lots of fun. Um, I saw pictures. I saw pictures. Yeah. It looked like a lot of fun. It was great. They had a indoor bounce castle. Yeah, that was Which loud. Which is a bit turd ducking. It was loud. Yeah, right. it was loud. <laughs> um, but that, the reason I'm saying this about Bets is because this is where my apparent knowledge of this comes from. Right, okay, yeah, So yeah. when she stays with us for the weekend or whatever, or she has done traditionally, we'll obviously mm. put a telly on occasionally, uh, mostly when Uncle Lukey is tired, mm. which is about three hours after she turns up. Yeah. And anyway, so Postman Pat is not at all like I remember it, so I believe I'm right in saying, and all the parents out there listening will, will know far better than I, but I believe I'm right in saying that it's all CGI now, yeah. so it's not the stop-motion animation, which I found very charming, but that's probably just my age. It's uh, very uh, labour-intensive, the old plasticine, isn't it? Exactly. Mm. And it's also, I think the theme tune's completely changed. What? So it's not... What is it then? I can't remember, but it's not as good. I remember an edition of Total Guitar magazine. It used to have... How to play the Postman Pat theme tune on an acoustic guitar, which is really not what you're going to Total Guitar for. Uh, but didn't no. have a good old go um, trying to uh, learn it. But if actually, you've got young quite, children, it might be fun. Well, it's actually quite a sweet kind of um, tune because the, the melody's kind of almost um, irrelevant. I'm doing like as if Brian Setzer would do it. Just as day is He picks up all the post bags in his van. Everybody knows his bright red van. da 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 
it as he gazes in a maybe. You can never be sure. It's a bit like a horror movie, isn't it? There'll be knock. Knock. Ding. Ring. Ding dong. Letters through your door. I Here's to, Johnny. I used to think it was letters, because th- I'm from the northeast. I used to think he was saying, let us through your door. Mm. I said, let me through your door. That makes sense. Letters through your door. Yeah. Letters through your the, door. The baseline you did at the start of that was very Les Claypool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Les Claypool from I Primus. I For some it. reason, he I feel like he might have performed the South Park theme tune. Uh, no, that was... Oh, what did you say? Primus. Primus yeah. yeah, Primus did. Yeah, yeah. Ding, 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 Yeah, great stuff. So, Postman Pat, that's that done to death. Fuck off. How different it is now. That's the same melody. I feel like it's different to that. I don't think that's it. Well, that's that's supposed to be special delivery. Actually, I think that's that's not even CGI anymore. Right, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's different to that now, honestly. Anyway, that is... Boston um, Pat. That's, I mean, it's just... I know it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't make any difference. I was listening to a fantastic interview with Philip Pullman mm. um, over the weekend. His Dark Materials. Exactly. He's got another book out. I'm in the middle of reading it at the moment. It's fantastic. His Less Dark Materials. For me, it's an appointment read, a Philip Pullman book. So right. when I've got books on the go and books in a pile that I want to work through, when a Pullman comes in... Straight at the top of the pile. It pulls to the top. It does. Uh, um, d- is it a situation where, um, is he the guy, I thought he did like kids books, like teenage books. I'm not sure about his other work. I've only read right. his Dark Materials. Okay. But um, his Dark Materials is, I think it was originally written for kids. Isn't there like a polar bear? Yes. There right. Okay, polar yeah, bear. yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah kids um, but he's got, <laughs> he's got in the middle of a second trilogy at the moment, and the second book is called uh, The Secret Commonwealth, and, and, the, se- and the second trilogy is called um, The Book of Dust. Right. Anyway, I'm, I'm in the middle of reading it at the moment, and I read and I, I listened to an interview with him. Obviously, he's doing the rounds to promote it. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. quite an interesting guy. And um, he was talking about the fact that um, the first book, Northern Lights, was made into a movie called Golden the Golden Compass with yes. Daniel Craig and Nicole Kidman and stuff. Mm. And he sort of very sort of graciously said, oh, it wasn't great. You know, it deserved the three-star reviews that they got everywhere, blah, blah, blah. And they didn't make the second and the third one. Mm. But then what, what transpired was that he's very hands-off when it comes to the mo- movies being made on the back of the books because he said, look, to be honest, I'm not a filmmaker mm. and um, it doesn't affect what I'm doing in any way. I mean, mm. if you don't like the films that are made off the back of it, well, it doesn't mean the book's any worse. Yeah. You know, so he's quite, quite relaxed about the whole thing, which I found sort of fairly, well, very gracious, but also quite interesting because most mm. people you'd expect them to be very possessive over Project, the things they've created because yeah. he's created a whole universe there really yeah you know? and also I guess he's um, he's got a BBC series coming out as well so yes hedge your bets <laughs> so that's got Lin-Manuel Miranda in it as well hasn't it which is interesting ah, okay. and um, I think Ruth Wilson plays uh, Mrs. Coulter in that which is an excellent piece mm. of casting so I'm excited for that yeah, I finished um, the second season of Succession last night as well it's good isn't it boom loving it loving it the wry smile we won't go any further than that I'm loving it he's worth watching though Yes. Very much worth watching. He he did. Yeah. Fuck off! They all sound like that. <laughs> Greg is just like a higher version of it. He he did. Yeah. Uh, I want I want the company. I want thirty yeah. percent of the company. Yeah. And then Greg is like, um, he did. Um, uh, hey, uh, was it Uncle? Hey, Uncle. Um, yeah. I I'd really like the company, please. Yeah. And one of the I'd best. I'd really like a good job in your company, please. And then uh, the block from Spooks is like. Um, I don't know. Um, could we uh, not have uh, this in the home, please? Yeah, 
Yeah, oh, you keep calling voice. the bloke from, Sco- from Spooks. It's the bloke from Spooks, isn't it? He's in loads of stuff. And Macaulay Culkin's brother. Yeah. He's a, he, I like the fact that Matthew McFadden used to start doing... He started out mm. doing... Um, well, I don't know if he started out, but he definitely at some point did um, like period, period drums and stuff. Yeah, so yeah, he was yeah. Mr. Darcy, Mr. Wasn't Darcy, it? yeah. Yeah, he's, I mean, you can't imagine him being Mr. Darcy based on what he's like as <laughs> succession. So but then wet. again, guys, everyone listening, that's what actors do. Yes. Isn't it? They transform check, themselves. Check this out. <laughs> yeah, it's very impressive. I'm doing Pete. the hand across the face thing. Uh, in the words happy, of um, sad. In the words of the great Ian McKellen and extras, how do they know what to say? It's written down for them in a script. How do they know where to stand? Someone tells them. Um, it's uh, it's an excellent series anyway, and, and um, this isn't a spoiler. But it's a very good line that I enjoyed in it. Which he, at one point he says, uh, "To make a tomlet, you've got to break a couple of Gregs," yeah. which is very interesting. The um, I like the theme tune as well. Oh, the is great. As a shout out to all the shout out to all the TV and film composers out there, man. They're doing their thing these days. I mean, th- these guys are killing it. Well, you were obsessed with the bloody Game of Thrones thing. Oh, so it? good. I think it was very good. But it's, it but it's, it's so good because it, what it does is it it genuinely does like elevate it to such a high level. Yeah, but do you remember when, like, in the um, sort of late noughties? Actually, it wasn't probably later than that. To be fair, um, around about 2012, every HBO, every Netflix series had the same kind of woozy boozy um bluesy kind of intro to it. Yeah. I'm thinking stuff like uh that the wire. vampire The Wire, yeah, that that, yeah. that was there. Yeah. We're down in the hall, was it? Yeah, but that's We're got a different down in the hole. It's got a different um artists singing it each series. Yeah. I think the original's the blind boys of Alabama, isn't it? Mm. Um but yeah, Say, Tom Waits. Like, no, I don't. It's Tom is did Tom Waits is the original. That's one of them. Yeah. No, oh, right. I, I don't think it's an original Tom Waits. No. Uh, Maybe it might it might be. Suits his voice, I don't know. Yeah, it does. It might well be. I, I, I don't know. What's he building in there? Do you remember that song? He used to be on MTV yes. quite a lot. I'd, it wasn't really a song for me. <laughs> I don't know why it was on MTV. Well a lot of it a lot of it isn't really. I mean a lot of it is is is, is kind of like it almost sounds a bit like poetry, doesn't it? Set mm. set over the top of music. I I do like Tom Waits, so he's good. I like his cover of um <clears throat> I don't wanna grow up. When I'm lying in my bed night, I don't want to go <laughs> That is a very good impression of him, mate. Very good. Well done. What's his biggest song? Clap Pants Come is my favourite of his. Uh, it's good. Clap Pants is on, um, it's on, oh, what's it on? Rain Dogs. Mm. It's good. Um, but the reason I was going to say about sound, because what I feel has happened, and people can email in, hello at lukeandpeacher.com and talk about this if they have a firm opinion on it. Um, I feel like that's really it's, it's something that almost like cinematography which has really come on. Like every every series now that's every kind of drama series now that makes it onto Netflix or Prime or whatever, generally speaking, is beautifully shot. Now I know that's partly to do with um, the prevalence of much more affordable kind of equipment, but it's beautifully shot without exception almost now. And but also soundtracks have come along way as well. If you if you if you think of about. So I would say, for example, Breaking Bad, which m- many people would say is you know, the very best. I mean, we, we have to get into that debate now, but people would argue that. And I think it is part of the conversation. So the soundtrack's particularly amazing. I mean, they, they, they have incidental music they use quite well. They use a bit the of... The death um, scene was, um, had, a, had a bit of... Um, had like a 70s track in it, I can't remember. Yeah, it's... Um, Exile? No, it wasn't It's Exile, Baby it? Blue, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And, and the, um, there's a really good scene with a... Um, a band, what are they called, man? There's a really, really good scene in it 
with with a particularly good indie band. I forget what they're fucking called now. Anyway, mm-hmm. apart from that, that, that's different though. That's different between taking songs and matching them up to scenes and stuff. It's different to composing original music for particular purposes, which Ramin Juwadi does brilliantly with Game of Thrones and which whoever did Succession does as well because they, they filter it in, they drop it in here and there. It's not just the theme. It kind of permeates the whole series. Have you seen um, uh, Gamora? Uh, they've got one piece of music they use every fucking scene. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you know something shit's going to go down because they play the song um, yeah but also the arse fell out of music about you know 20 years ago so like pe- bands in particular uh, yeah. are much more uh, into uh, getting their music licensed and also uh, the same for composers as well it's the only way you can make mo- make cash because you just can't make it anywhere else absolutely absolutely <sighs> that's right yeah syndication is a big part of it now isn't it anyway um, we've been to Guildford High Wycombe been and place, mate, haven't we? Sheffield haven't we Sheffield I'd... was fun wasn't it Sheffield Sex City as I call it um, I'm a big fan of Pulp my favourite band probably and because um, they can't do anything wrong they can't fuck anything up now they're finished they can't fuck it up <laughs> The OCs, that's the band I was thinking of. The, the OCs, OCs. There you go. Sorry, so carry on. I'm just saying Pulp cannot fuck anything up. They're finished, they're done, so we can just move on with our lives and um, appreciate Pulp for what they were. Um, Jarvis Cocker's band, of course. And uh, Your love I'd for Pulp been... has kind of manifested itself fairly <clears throat> recently to me. I didn't know you were so into them. No, but I think I've sort of drawn a line under my formative years and sort of went, that's my favourite band. Right. Uh, like his and hers I would listen to any day. Um, but... Um, yeah, I'd never been to Sheffield. And I don't know why, because it, it looked pretty good to me. It's a nice it place, like a fun nice, little, nice fun city. Town. Um, Didn't you end the night dancing on a table? No. In a, in a, in a... I was present when other people were dancing on a table, <laughs> but I was not one of them. Is I was it, not among that, their number. Is that in every town centre nowadays? This is a thing, apparently. There's a couple in Newcastle, I think. Um, in, in, in bigger towns, they seem to have these... Uh, um, beer halls. We're so out of touch. Preparing for a right wing putsch. We're old and we yeah. live in London, so we have no idea what goes on. <laughs> but apparently, yeah, I had never heard yeah. of this stuff. And the couple of people we went out for a drink with after the Sheffield show was like, oh, you've got to go to this place. It's really good. Mm. It wasn't good, but people were having a lovely time <laughs> right. in there. Um, it's the big beer hall. They are not appealing to 39 year old men like me, and I get it. What? I mean, presumably the beer halls are, it's just big steins of beer, isn't it? And some yeah, fizzy, they serve, fizzy lager. They serve the, um, so what's the not to love there then? Uh, no, in terms of the beer, they say. I mean, if you like beer, you'll like it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, but it's just—it's very much a kind of performative. Well, space. Well, you sit on these on these long benches mm. and you drink beer like you would in the Oktoberfest or whatever. Mm. But at the same time, they're playing pumping pop music, right. and there's people dancing on the tables, kind of in between you. Which for me uh, is not really my scene, <laughs> but but I understand the appeal. <laughs> but yeah, I liked it in Sheffield. I've been there a few times before to watch the snooker. As people who are long term listeners to this show will know. Uh, it's a great place. It's very studenty, but that's not a bad thing. A man got very upset that you'd um, got the crucible wrong or something. He said, you, "It's not next to the crucible." No, it wasn't it's, in the end. Uh, it's only across the road, though. I mean, we walked yeah, past well, the crucible to get to it. What do they need? Yeah, but that was a be- that was a brilliant ramble live show because it was so in- enclosed. It was very everyone was very close in. It was good. It was um, good. There's a few shows left actually. Ramblelive.com for tickets. Come and see us. We're doing Leeds and Newcastle, then Norwich, Birmingham, and Salford, and then we're off to the US and Canada. Yay! So Ramblelive.com. Fun, fun, fun for those tickets. Um, yeah. Would you want? Should we have a little break and then do some emails? A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves. 
feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There you go. Is that all right? I've never really heard. I've never really requested to hear Jerry Hallowell solo stuff again. <laughs> but um, but there we are. There we are. Um, it's happened. Hello at LukeandPeteShow.com is the email address. Thank you very much to everyone who's emailed in over the last week or so. Mm. It's been great to hear from you. Shall we put to bed this Weatherspoons egg debate once yes, and for please. all? Yes, please. I starred this one myself. Correct. Give people a um, little update in case they can't remember last week. What happened was there was an email in claiming that the eggs in Weatherspoons meals uh, come out of the kitchen as they come out, but they go into the kitchen, i.e. they are delivered pre-cracked and frozen to be reheated, and you and I, Pete, were talking about the time-saving benefit or lack thereof yep. um, of that pro- of, of that kind of process. Would it be cleaner? Because, uh, I mean... I think the cleanest place for an egg is well inside the shell, isn't it? Uh, yeah, don't trust them. Well, mm. we get, after post-Brexit, where we get, um, like, those white, white, white eggs, those, those white bleached kind of um, eggs that you get in America, do you reckon? Maybe. Yeah, I don't know why that Along is Along with case. our chlorinated chicken. I think white the white eggs... Yeah, for some reason in the US. Is it a different, is it a, I think it might be a different brand, but also they do clean them as well quite harshly before I, they get to. I don't know, I don't profess to have any knowledge mm. on this subject, but my initial reaction is that they are probably of, from chickens that aren't treated very well. <laughs> so they're of a different, okay, right. different color because of that. But I don't know that mm. to be true. Um, anyway, Owen's been in touch. Um, I don't know if this is the email you styled as well, Pete, yes. but I'm going to do it. He says, Hi, as a former kitchen, kitchen associate, at a Newcastle-based Weatherspoons. I can confirm the claim of them using pre-cracked frozen eggs is utter bollocks. They did lots of weird things at Weatherspoons, but the eggs are legit. Microwaved roast beef is pretty rank, though. Cheers, Owen. And then Owen replied to his own email (laughs) about 10 minutes later, saying, wait, sorry, I forgot about their poached eggs. They were vacuum-packed and pre-cracked. Christ, I hated that job, Owen. So Owen has um, put that to bed in quite a strange fashion, and first of all denied it and then confirmed that it is true right okay but why I don't understand why why the poached eggs yeah. would be because presumably you have to cook them in precisely the same way you put them in a little little silicon cup probably and pop it into some water and then they cook it there mm. freeze it and then transport it it's I mean, probably because poaching an egg is notoriously quite hard to do tight under time pressure yeah 
Just make sure you add vinegar to the water, guys. I had salt. I had. Um, this is going to be controversial, right? But I'm going to stick it out there anyway. I don't, I've got no reason to besmirch the man, but this All is right. this is my direct experience. I went to Long Clume in the Lake District. I told you about, it, didn't I? Uh, in Cartmel. Yes, that's right, yes. And uh, we stayed there, and part of the thing the next day was you got breakfast, and we were there for two nights. So the first morning, we got this amazing, like, uh, full English, but like done in a Michelin star kind of way. And the second morning, we got poached eggs and avocado on toast, which is I, I, which I like as well. Um, but I'm going to stick my neck out here and say the poached eggs they gave us were borderline raw. They right. were so underdone, it was unbelievable. Mm. Now, no one wants to have a hard yolk in a poached egg. I get that. Mm. And you want to have it just cooked so it's, it, it, when you crack it, it comes out. But this was almost translucent. Mm. The whole egg was almost translucent. And I thought, I'm not sure that should be happening here. <laughs> yeah, I, and, and I also thought that, because it's got a Michelin star, but I also thought, is that how Michelin star chefs think that people like eggs? And maybe I'm wrong. Um, yeah, I I think if you've got one of those things, I mean, it's really easy to know whether you've got like a like a clear egg. There's probably some reasons behind it. It was just cooked, like yeah. just cooked. It's probably probably by design because like yeah. people because some people get up, they put like a lot of egg um white. Is it egg white? So it would be no, it'd be like the, the nucleus, wouldn't it? It'd be the it'd be the center, the egg yolk. I, I think it's will. called the nucleus, mate. I reckon in a cell it is, mate. Um, uh, the yolk, uh, you know, where they put like five yolks in a, in a glass and whiz it around. Maybe yeah. add some um, Tabasco and slam that down for breakfast. I might start doing that. I wouldn't mind that. In my mind, the only people who have ever done that are mm. bodybuilders in the 80s. Yeah, bodybuilders in the 80s. Um, remember when like strong men used to be like Big Daddy and stuff? Like the, the strong men of the UK. Um, they used to eat like loads of fried breakfasts and stuff and that was the thing. Oh, I can eat five fried breakfasts and loads of bread and stuff like that. Like, and and um, that's why I'm strong. Remember when fat people used to be strong? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They used to be like, they used to have terrible yeah. cholesterol problems. Yeah. And it's like, oh, look at him. He's really strong. I wouldn't get on the wrong side of him. Yeah. He'd tire out in about five seconds in the 80s a strong man yeah. would just be a fat bro <laughs> it would be like an older fat man yes. isn't it and, and I understand the rationale back then between like are you because another example it's like the school playground isn't it the fat yeah. kid is, is invariably the harder kid yeah but in, I remember when I was an electrician's labourer back mm. in the day and um, I was an electrician's son <laughs> Yeah, well, yeah, you were, weren't you? Mm. You still are. Mm. Um, they there's a couple of geezers in the in the Unless team. He's yet to be discovered. Well, yeah, watch this space. <laughs> he'll get, um, an, he'll do anything to get out of a ramble show. <laughs> <laughs> there's a couple of there's a couple of guys in the team. Yeah, older guys, and they would have like genuinely have a fried breakfast every morning. Yeah, like, a full fried breakfast. Now I get that they're working physically, so they're going to burn all those calories mm. off. A couple of them. I mean, there were larger blokes. Mm. I mean, they weren't ridiculous, but they were mm. larger blokes. But you think. If you're gonna, not that they would ever do this, but if you were gonna look at it sort of more scientifically, there's probably higher calorie breakfasts that are much more healthier for you than you can than you'd have. I mean, it wouldn't be full of saturated fat, for example, and sugar and salt and all that kind of mm. stuff. But it just used to be a thing. Like every and they, and they would also invariably finish at like three p.m. and not every afternoon, but they would go at least for a pint or two on the way home. Yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that's exactly why. Um, Laborers, uh, electricians, uh, sparkies, plumbers—they all start really early. And my time is—I go to bed about two, three o'clock, mm. and I wake up about nine, ten. And so, whenever there's anything to do in my house, like, I don't want anyone in my house before because no. your, like, your routine's like, different. Because yeah, yeah. but their routine is obviously they're up at six, and you know they're they're out and about by seven. Um, and so they start work very very early. But I do think historically that is why because um, if you were um, if if you had a codependent who was also working, 
they would finish at five and you could slip in a couple of pints before you went up. Yeah. I'm going to go. Pick up the shopping. 100%. Yeah. I'm quite friendly with um, my neighbours and one of the neighbours I know in particular, I won't name because I'd get him in trouble, but he is kind of always back and forth from the local pub. Mm. But he, I mean, for him, it's just like, it's a five minute walk. I'm like, you know what? I'll put the kids to bed. I'll pop down there just for a pint, maybe mm. a pint and a half and come back. And it's kind of an anchor, I think. Yeah, people because no, because it's like it's good. Like you get out, you meet people, you get to chat to a local. Yeah. My best friend Jimmy, he's got about three local pubs near where he lives. And if you go there, and I'll sometimes go, I'll say, "Look, we'll go for a pint. I'll come to you." Go to his place, um, and then go to the pub on the, end, the corner of his road or whatever. He's like a local celebrity in there. <laughs> I mean, it, it's a great thing for him to be able to walk in there any time when he wants a pint, and mm. definitely going to have a friend in there. Oh yeah, my, the, yeah community, my, my the community aspect, that's great. My dad's the same. I mean, his, his pub is, Gillen's is grim. Um, but uh, they do have football. So I do get a text every time Newcastle are on the telly getting hammered. <laughs> of, course, of, of course, there's like an aspect of that where all the kind of lily-livered liberals like us will be like, oh, well, you know, but it's quite an unhealthy lifestyle. It's like, yeah, but these, these pubs are really important to communities. Mm. Like, when I was a kid growing up, a local pub was a big part of it. We'd go there, but you'd get like a little... Um, I, wouldn't, uh, I would never say any of that. No, but, 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 I'm a heavy drinker, Luke. I know, but I said that liberal people do sometimes think like that, don't they? Young pe- younger people. Yeah, <laughs> but it's a, it's a part but, of it, man. But you, saw, you see a generation of... Um, uh, of men and it is mainly men but again it's it, again it's like quite exclusionary like why is it acceptable for a man to do that and it's not not a woman but um it, it is a it is a cornerstone of uh communities but also we, we sort of grew up watching these men sort of do it every day and so like when people talk about the dangers of alcohol we've got so many kind of like people we can point to and sort of going that guy went to the pub every day of his fucking life <laughs> And he's ninety. Yeah, um, he might have lost a leg or two. Yeah, it's like when you see. It's like when you see an interview of like a, I don't know, like a woman makes her hundredth birthday, and the local mm. press go around there and go, "What's your secret?" Tabs cheese and wine. Yeah, yeah. I have. I have um, a glass of whiskey before bed, <laughs> and I smoke twenty cigarettes every day. Some people just got it. Um, local pubs is a great seam. It's a rich seam. So if you've got any stories about your local pub. Hello at lukeandpeatshow.com. Have you ever bought fish? Have you ever bought meat from a man who appears in the pub? <laughs> I got offered a car battery and a deli-sized block of cheese from a guy in a pub once. Look, I mean, a deli-sized block of cheese is fine, but a car battery, you don't know how many cycles that's gone through. Mm. You, don't, you don't know what state of disrepair that battery's come out of. Yeah. Also, but- I'm not going to buy a car battery from a bloke in the pub well, you don't have your also car... selling cheese you don't and have... I'm not going to buy cheese my guys are selling car batteries he only does square things <laughs> yeah he only does square oblong or rectangular shaped very goods. stackable very stackable yeah, yeah. yeah cassette uh, tapes I just yeah, had, just uh, read, had a brick read, I just read up on uh, the eggs uh, apparently um, it's just because the Americans clean them and they, right. don't, they don't want any shit on their eggs, basically. Fair enough. Which is fair enough, I guess. Um, let's do another email. Go for All right, it. Uh, I also had the Weatherspoon's egg. Let's have a look. Um, mm, stew Jones. A delicious stew. Good morning. A long time listener. Second time email. Uh, as always, I'm late to the party. I'm one of the many episodes. 199. Uh, <laughs> I mean, 199. Sounds like just yesterday. Yeah. Because this is 199 point whatever. Uh, there was mention of several 80s pop stars. Pete mentioned Lisa Stansfield and how her song... All around the world should have uh, been turned into a computer game where she was looking for her baby. Um, still, yeah, you thought that was actually excellent... fa- famous. You thought that was about an actual baby. Didn't yeah, you? yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, still an excellent idea, I think. Uh, there was also mention of Frankie Goes to Hollywood and the many versions of the Power of Love. Why doesn't? Why don't they do a mashup of all of the songs of the eighties in one video game? Stansfield, one mission. You with Stansfield? You got to look for a baby. Then you with I don't know Prince in a Raspberry Beret. 
or possibly a car. One of his car songs would have been probably more applicable there. The old red Corvette. Yeah. Um, That'd be brilliant. You could do, it'd be like Grand Theft Auto. Yeah, but less violent because Prince was a pacifist. No, but I mean in terms of how you play it. Yeah, he'd just be ram raiding his, uh, his uh, record company constantly. I mean, essentially, I mean, in, in, in... If you don't own the Masters, the Masters on you, Luke. It's true. Tell Taylor Swift that. In Vice City, you are just driving around in the car listening to these 80s songs anyway, aren't you? Yeah. So it's essentially the same thing. Well, it's not the same thing because you could have the characters from all of the, you know, you'd have the Cool Cat, DJ Cool Cat, where it's called from that fucking um, this song. DJ Cool Cat. Who's the woman who did DJ? Did she, did she fuck oh, about with um, DJ Paula Cool Paula Abdul. Paula Abdul. And DJ Cool <laughs> Cat. Was it DJ Cool Cat? I don't know. He had a stupid two name. Two steps forward, I take two steps back. Yeah. That song, and yeah. a man, um, and the man who like danced in the video, he just got covered over by a DJ Cool Cat or whatever his friend yeah. called. Anyway, this brought to mind, uh, to Stu Jones's mind that is, uh, an 80s computer game that I had for my Sinclair ZX Spectrum 48K, rubber keys, uh, named after the 80s Liverpool band Frankie Goes to Hollywood. In the game, you are an anonymous character and had to find your way to the Pleasure Dome. Sorry, <laughs> can I just say that it was... It, um, that is the Abdul worst song. idea ever. Oppos- yeah, it is bad. Yeah. And we'll come on to that in a minute. But the opposite to track thing... Um, the male voice in there was a guy called Derek Stevens, mm. and he performed the voice of animated character MC Scat Cat. Scat Cat, I knew yeah. he was into corporophilia. Oh, <laughs> God. I think that was uh, the angle. <laughs> um, I can't recall a. Uh, yeah, on the way, you had to become a whole person and complete tasks in order to gain attributes, sex, love. Passion and Faith. Uh, these symbols appeared on the cover of the album. I can't recall a great deal of the, about the game because I was probably playing uh, the original Football Manager. I also recall another 80s pop star tie-in game called the Shaky Game, endorsed by the Welsh Elvis, Shaky Stevens. If my recollection is correct, it was a maze game where you had to avoid the bats and get to this old house and open the green door. That sounds unbelievably <laughs> shit. Can that be Can that be true or is Stu just making that up? No, no, no. I, rem- I certainly remember the um, Pleasure Dome, Freddy Goes to Hollywood game. I mean, I, I don't think they were very good, but the game could be made in a weekend on the Sinclair ZX Spectrum and it was usually made by um, like brothers like 18 year old brothers in their bedrooms mm. um, uh, programmed in machine code and you didn't really that much you didn't need that much um, uh, artistic flair to uh, complete a lot of these and it was quite a cheap bit of marketing uh, product Frank Sidebottom used to do a lot of his own games which is interesting he used to program we, his own we learned about um, Adrian Ebenson having a game in the 80s, didn't we? How to be a complete bastard. How to be a complete bastard. I think that is the best... Because you're used to sort of seeing like um, licensed games for IP that are obviously bigger than um, a UK short-lived book slash TV show. Yeah. I think it was like one episode, wasn't it? And a, and a, and a book, How to be a complete bastard. I, would sit I think so, yeah. Book. But the video game was fucking excellent. Um, have you played a, it again? A fart. Have you played it again, though? Yeah, Didn't. but yeah, I have actually, okay, and, and it stands up because it's a little bit spy versus spy. Uh, you go around a house doing whatever the fuck you want, uh, and it's a very underrated piece of work. You could, you could, uh, you could click three times on Google and get to it and have a little fiddle. Um, it's excellent. Like have things. a little fiddle. Um, also, something that kind of goes underreported about Aid Edmondson, who's obviously a, a legend, is it? I think he was the voice of Pepper Army Animal, wasn't he as well? Wasn't that not quite obvious? Oh, was it? I don't, I, I, yeah. I, I don't think... I'm... Ah, you're a bit of an animal! bro! He sort of talks out, doesn't he? It's great. Ah! I don't know if that's been mentioned enough, has it? Uh, He's not known for that, is mentioned? he? Does mentioned? I've mentioned it now. <laughs> oh, dear. I'd love to do character voiceover. That could be Would so it? much fun. If, is that the end of Stu's email? That's the end of Stu's email. He says, can any other listeners confirm the existence of these games? I am I'm, can... I'm a listener and a producer of the show, and I, I am confirming. And can they recall any other 80s pop star computer games? <laughs> Keep up the great work, Stu Jones. 
Um, there was a rock star at my hamster that was very good as well. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, that, mm. that, that was a big that was a big deal around some of my friends. I've never really played it myself. Yeah, but that was like a big a big whoop that was. Um, I'm looking at the five weirdest pop star video games ever. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker, that was a big one. That was a classic. Yeah, that was classic. That was that was a that was an arcade machine. It's got everything. Uh, Wu Tang Shaolin style. Uh, Wu Tang like Def Jam's had a couple of. No, Wu Tang. The, the best Wu Tang was, was Taste the Pain, which mm. was that um, beat 'em up kind of Street Fighter type. Shit. Is that a beat 'em up Street Fighter? Mm. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of those were like uh, it was like Street Fighter. But uh, yeah, uh, Wu Tang had one that was uh, Wu Tang. Um, Def Jam. Uh, one of the Def Jam games was fucking amazing. Right. Everyone loved it. Everyone loved it. Frankie goes to Hollywood. Devo yeah. had a few. <laughs> I did that. That's, that's, I'm not surprised by uh, yeah. Devo. All right, Pete. Let's get out of here. Let's let's wrap up, and uh, we'll come back on Thursday. Maybe with some more chat and some chat like it. Thanks for your company. Hello at lukeandpeteshow.com to get in touch. Have a lovely week uh, and we'll see you on Thursday. Bye-bye. Was a Stakhanov production. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's stamps.com, code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.